listening to SBS on the Money with Ricardo Gonsalves. Hi everyone, it's a daily 10-minute business and finance news wrap for this Tuesday, the 20th of December 2022. Later, what the Bank of Japan did late this afternoon to make our share market close deep in the red. But first, to David Jones. Its owner, Woolworths South Africa, is selling it to Sydney-based Anchorage Capital. It means it's back in Australian hands after seven years. Woolies SA bought it for $2.1 billion dollars. Anchorage has reportedly spent $100 million to buy the department store owner, but it doesn't include the Burke Street property in Melbourne. So what now for David Jones and what does it mean for customers? For more, I spoke earlier with Scott Fife, David Jones, CEO. Scott, first of all, what does this deal mean for David Jones? Oh, we're thrilled about this deal with Anchorage Capital today. Um, it really secures the potential for David Jones. It secures the f- future for David Jones. And we're thrilled that um, this iconic brand is back in Australian ownership. What does it mean for the consumer? Will shoppers notice any difference? Yeah, I mean, I think this allows us to really unleash the true potential of David Jones. We've got two iconic stores in Elizabeth Street and in Burke Street. um, And it allows us an investment into our customer experience, both from a physical point of view and a digital point of view. And I'm really thrilled that we can work with Anchorage Capital and put the investment in place really to bring new customer experiences to to our Australian customers. What about jobs so far of what you know, jobs at DJ Safe? Well, we're obviously a big employer. Retail's our bigger employer in Australia. Uh, We need to now stand this business up as a standalone business or give our people opportunities. And I'll work with Anchorage Capital on what that means for our people. But I see a really bright future for David Jones. And most importantly, it's people who bring this brand to life every day in front of our customers. We know that it's been a rocky road for DJs over the past few years, but how was Woolworths South Africa as an owner? Well, Woolworths have owned this business for seven years. They've been great owners. They've put in significant investments. Uh, they've been a bigger employer and they have backed this business. So uh, we look forward to Anchorage going forward and we thank WHL for their ownership. We've seen numerous interest rate rises, consumer sentiment down. From your experience, what are you seeing? What's the consumer confidence like with shoppers coming through DJs? Yeah, I think um, we, we've seen some great consumer confidence. Uh, we've seen record-breaking Black Friday, Cyber Monday, um, which is absolutely fantastic. And I'm really pleased to say that we're trading really, really positively into Christmas. And, and we're clearly delighting customers with the offer, both in stores and online, that we've got from our, for our consumers. Final question, as we move more into an online world, what do you see as the role and the future of the department store? Yeah, I mean, I'm really optimistic about the future of department stores. Um, It's about bringing the best curation of world-class brands to our customers, both physically and digitally, in an omni-channel and seamless way for customers. So this is an iconic brand. It's 185 years old next year. And um, I think this new partnership with Anchorage is so, so, so exciting. And I look forward to leading my team on this journey together. Scott Fife there, the CEO of David Jones. Now to the Australian share market, which had a bit of a shocker. A lot of the losses happened late in the afternoon. The S&P ASX 200 down 1.5%, 7,024. For more, I spoke earlier with Stuart Roberts. He's from Stocks Down Under. Um, I think a lot of it is just end-of-year uh, book squaring. Uh, we're going into the uh, Christmas season next week, so people don't really want to be exposed to the market until um, until the beginning of January. Um, also, there's fears that there will be uh, further interest rate increases next year, and uh, that's taking the shine off uh, some of the good markets we've had in recent weeks. 
The 200's also seen a significant decline after 2pm today, right? And that coincides with some moves from the Bank of Japan. Yeah, it's a crazy situation. Um, uh, for a, the best part of a decade now, uh, Japan has had a policy of actually promoting inflation. Uh, and uh, to that uh, extent, they've kept interest rates at virtually zero for a long time. And given the discipline of the Japanese economy, uh, uh, they've been able to keep that up for a long time. Now, suddenly, they've been caught in the same events as everyone else. Inflation there is at a 40-year high. They haven't had inflation this high since January 1981. And the uh, But that's only taken it up to 3.7%. So the Bank of Japan needs policy flexibility to bring inflation down for a change. And, uh, and so they've announced that uh, the, the, the rate at which the uh, 10-year bond will be allowed to fluctuate uh, is going up more than usual. Um, when Japan does things, it takes a while to get around to doing it. But when it does it, it does so fairly decisively. So I think that's got people spooked that if, if a country is as well managed as Japan has to do what it's doing, then the rest of the world might be in worse shape than people are thinking. Speaking of rates, right, the RBA today said it's considered a 50 or 25 basis point increase in its RBA board meeting minutes today, but also that it considered leaving rates on hold as well. Then at the same time, it said, hey, uh, we may lift interest rates uh, at a larger uh, rate than normal down the track. It also said in the next line that yeah, rates will stay steady for some time too. All of this messaging, does it just show that the RBA kind of has no idea what, what's happening with the economy? Yeah, I, I think if Philip Lowe lived uh, in ancient Greece, he'd be the Oracle of Delphi because uh, he's able to say a lot without, uh, without being very specific. But the subtext is this. Uh, no one knows what uh, inflation is going to do because the things that put it up earlier this year are, um, are moderating. You've seen the price of oils come back in recent weeks. Um, some foodstuffs are, are, uh, are getting a little uh, uh, more affordable um, at the same time as, as others are not getting affordable. So the data is mixed. And for that reason, the, the, the bank doesn't want to uh, uh, be too specific about what it's going to do. My personal sense is that we'll, if we're going to see rate increases, it'll only be of the 0.25 variety. Uh, my sense is that once that oil's telling you that, that that inflation is coming out of the system for everything else, we've seen the worst of the increase interest rate increases. Is my personal view, but uh, I'd I'd want to talk to uh, Dr. Lowe in person to uh, to to uh, get some more insider information if he's willing to share that with me. So as we head into a, a new year, then with all that in mind, how do you invest? Well, um, I'm bullish. We, we at uh, Stocks Down Under are, are quite bullish because we've seen markets knocked around badly as, as uh, these interest rate increases got going. The sector you want to look at is technology because um, it got badly hammered. And uh, we're, we're seeing some bargains in, in that space, established tech companies. But the one that really excites me is property. Um, you've, you've seen Lend-Lease, for example, go to a 10-year low, even though uh, business has never been better for that company. So um, property and technology are, are uh, sectors that investors should pay attention to. And finally, I mean, given that, given you're still bullish, I've noticed a lot of commentary coming through, especially today, that the market is feeling quite nervous about the reporting season in the US and the potential for some really big downgrades or misses. What do you think? Yeah, I think uh, that's just people being nervous. Um, the US economy is, is, uh, has been growing very, very surprisingly strongly through 2022. So I actually think people will get surprises to the upside. Uh, but people always want to be a bit cautious because you never know uh, what sectors of the economy are being badly knocked about when uh, when the Fed's been increasing rates as aggressively as they have been. Stuart Roberts there from Stocks Down Under. This SBS On The Money podcast is provided for informational purposes only. The content on this podcast should not be understood as constituting advice or a recommendation. 
It is not personal advice and does not consider your personal circumstances or objectives. You should contact a licensed professional before making any financial decisions.